it is tough. Mm. Uh, and, and a lot of that toughness, some of it comes from the stigma society places on you. Some of it comes from the actual, you know, chip on the shoulder that you get as being a convicted felon or being institutionalized. Um, you have to want to be out of that lifestyle, first of all. First and foremost, you have to be sick of it. I didn't, I didn't, looking over your shoulder, worrying about the next time you get arrested, not knowing who might want to come get what from you at what time. You have to get out of it. Your success and growth all start in your mind. So get ready for another mind shift. Hello and welcome back to the show. If you're just discovering me though, my name is Joshua Kangley and this show is all about positivity, inspiration, and motivation. And boy, do we have a very inspiring story today with our next guest. Before we get to our next guest though, real quick, if you're still wondering, wait a minute, who the heck is Joshua Kangley? Go to www.hellomynameisjosh.com. There you can learn more about me, what I do, and also all my podcasts and shows are all archived right there for your watching and listening pleasure. Now, if you have any questions about me, any guests on the show, or if you think you know someone who should be on the show, email me, josh at hellomynameisjosh.com. And also keep in mind, remember, Every Tuesdays, 6 p.m. Central, a new mind shift, a new guest, and a new conversation will drop. So turn on notifications. We can remind you then when a new mind shift show does drop. Now, today's story is a story of redemption. And I'm a true, true believer, coming from my own experience, of redemption and climbing your way up to overcome any challenge in your life. And our next guest has a very, very, very inspirational story. Our next guest is Rocky Singh, a.k.a. the Hair God. And we're going to learn more about his very rough beginning to his very successful current standing right now. Let's get to that conversation right now with Rocky Singh, a.k.a. the Hair God. Rocky, welcome to the show. Hi, Josh. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you for, for coming on to the show. You know, you have a very powerful story, and I know you're very open about it, and, and I think it's so valuable, and, and it's going to be so helpful to so many. So, first of all, just thank you for coming on and sharing your story with us today. And uh, you're, you're the hair god, so we're going to learn more about that, what you're doing, and, of course, the powerful journey to get here uh but before we get there if you just want to quick introduce yourself to us today yeah definitely my name is rocky Singh candola uh, as you said uh my clients have started to call me the hair god uh born in new york brought up all over the world and um you know as you were saying as well it was quite a journey to get to where i am today but um, you know i am now here in beverly hills los angeles uh running my business successfully and uh living a beautiful life you know, I'm such a believer in people. I'm a believer in redemption and, and, and just the, the human spirit. And so you're very open about, you know, your journey, as you've said. For, from what I've been able to research and kind of learn about you, you know, you've had a very, you know, traumatic lifestyle. Or, or not lifestyle, but traumatic kind of childhood and early life. So talk to us about that. Yeah, definitely. So um, I think uh, Paris Hilton actually, you know, recently shed some light on some of these schools in her documentary, This Is Me. Um, and that was basically my childhood. I was uh, 
in and out of multiple boot camps and facilities and, and uh, places like such as the Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs. Uh, the place I went to is called Casa by the Sea, uh, as well as Academy in Ivy Ridge. Um, these places, they basically wake you up in the middle of the night from your parents' house with your you know hands cuffed already. They escort you, two big, huge, tall guys, to these facilities where when you get there, you're stripped down, uh, your head is shaved, and you enter like a regimented, strict routine that revolves around abuse, uh, manipulation, brainwashing. Uh, many of these places have changed their names now, you know, due to allegations of, you know, child abuse, torture, rape, uh, you know, numerous, numerous other things. Um, you know, Paris in her documentary goes into it a bit as well. Uh, for me, you know, it was, it was a lot of physical uh, abuse. There was a lot of mental manipulation that kind of, you know, played out how I would think about things later on in my life, how I made decisions. My, a lot of my big fears, my limiting beliefs, you know, came directly from there. Mm. Um, and I never really, you know, dealt with too much of it until recently as an adult, uh, because, you know, so much happened in my life later, you know, as far as, you know, the near death experiences, you know, having half my face, you know, broke off, being thrown into a concrete sidewalk, um, and then eventually prison as well. Um, but, you know, when I finally graduated from the last schools I, I went to like as a kid, um, you know, after that I was sick of it. I was like, no one can tell me anything. I'm gonna do what I want to do, and I dove headfirst into a lifestyle of you know partying, drugs, women, uh, you know waking up just to to go back to sleep to party again, um, and you know that quickly you know in a couple of years you know wound me up in prison, uh, in Alabama State Prison where you know nine years of my life between probation, jail, prison, and inpatient rehabs, uh, you know went to that. Um, you know that's not to say I didn't learn a lesson from all of it. Um, you know, and, and I, I do say that you know it kind of made me the man I am today. Uh, which is it's kind of it's a struggle saying because like i don't want anyone to ever have to go through those things mm. uh, however you know now where i am now at this age i am grateful for a lot of that um it really really taught me a lot it really made me a tough guy it really made me understand uh the highs and lows of life and, and how low you can actually go um you know believing uh negative things about yourself or you know kind of playing and feeding into society roles of you know dope boy party animal uh playboy whatever you want to call it and that's that's what i was that was my identity Mm. Um, so after prison, even I, I got kind of got back into it again, uh, just because I'm not the type of person you can scare or hurt or hit, you know, make me change. It kind of has to come from within. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I got out, I kind of got back into it for a while. And my father asked me one day, you know, if I wanted to leave the country for a while. And, and that was like the first turning point when I left everything I knew behind, everything as far as my identity, my friends, my circles, people I was selling with, people I was partying with, my girlfriends. Um, and just went to India and lived a clean life. And that was seven years ago. And it's, you know, still been quite a journey, lots of ups and downs and slips in that time uh, recently. But, um, you know, the progress I've made since then, I've came to a place I never even thought, you know, was possible in my life, especially as a convicted felon, you know, um, things are really tough as far as work and job. And then, you know, at the society we grow up in, you know, kind of being pushed to go to college, get a job, you know, get married, hit all the check boxes, uh, which is just not what I wanted to do. Um, you know, I eventually found my way through all that and um, you know, it's been a blessing. You know, the show is called Mind Shift and you mentioned something very important there. That particular moment in time is when I kind of want to get to where maybe you had that mind shift. And, you know, you talked about you you were had a, some severe surgeries, almost, I think it was an attempted murder, wasn't it? Yeah, I was, uh, yeah. I was picked up and thrown into the concrete sidewalk. My entire jaw was like, you know, just a jumble of bones. I had to take bone out of my head to put it in my mouth to get my teeth back to me actually. Yeah, and you know, you that happened to you, and you and you were shot at, and you still seem to kind of had this hard headedness, uh, even still after that, and even in prison. So, so what was it that you finally got that mind shift of like, okay, something should change here? 
So the first time when I told you like I shared my dad asked me to the country, it was more of like a, a kind of like a it was more of a higher power type of thing, an outside energy that kind of you know came into me and said, "Hey, Rocky, you know, just go try something new." Mm-hmm. Um, from there, you know, like I said, I had a lot of ups and downs, and and the second kind of actual mind shift came uh, just four years ago. Um, you know, I think 2017, I believe, early. Um, you know, I was going through a tough breakup, and um, I kind of started to develop a lifestyle of. Um, yoga, meditation, eating good, um, you know, putting good things in my, in my mind and my body as far as music, as far as, you know, TV shows, as far as podcasts and audio tapes, listening to good, positive things. Um, I just kept feeding myself that. And I do, you know, do a lot of that to this day still. Uh, but that's when my big mind shift, that's when I understood what the power of a mind shift was, you know, uh, listening to a lot of people like Wayne Dyer and, um, you know, a lot of other people out there on YouTube that, you know, put their content and information out there for free to help people. Um, that's kind of when, the actual real mind shift came um, of like, you know what, like uh, I, I was still struggling in business. I wasn't doing that well. Um, mm-hmm. Like, you know, I was living on my own. I was doing better than I was before that, but I knew there was more. And I think as entrepreneurs, we, we get confused about there's a business side, there's a personal side. I'm a firm believer that working on yourself and making yourself better will reflect in all areas of your life, including your business. And I actually saw that to be true for myself. Absolutely. I agree with you 100%. And you are an entrepreneur. And even even as a child, I understand you're an entrepreneur as well. You kind of always had that spirit. Um, mm-hmm. So you kind of came back to that now as you've healed. And so, you know, you've seen and have been around some true evil. I would say true evil, some real dark stuff. You've seen it. You've experienced it. You know, how have you or have you dealt with some of that trauma? And what would you say maybe to other people who are have experienced some trauma and, and trying to get past that uh yeah i mean i think healing is more of like a process a journey you know it's, it's not something that just kind of happens and it takes a daily thing i still you know deal with a lot of stuff today i still have bad dreams waking up i still have flashbacks i still have times when i get really low and, and you know a lot of that comes from from my past and my history and, and where i've been and where i'm trying to go um for me uh just doing this you know just actually speaking about it uh, has been tremendously helpful in writing about it. You know, my, my parents were very traditional Indian parents. This is kind of like a hush-hush topic. You don't talk about it. And then being a man in America, like, men aren't, you know, we're strong. Like, we're not supposed to be talking about this stuff kind of thing. And, that, and that's what a lot of society wants to say. And I just, I just don't think it's true. I don't think that we can just forget our past. I think we can work through them. I think we can understand from them, learn from them, and then move on beyond them. Uh, you know, taking it as, you know, what it was and the experiences that we learned. Um, but I think, like, you know, my ex-wife used to tell me, just forget it. It's the past. You know, don't think about it. And I was like, you know, it's, it's a lot of stuff that kind of hurts me. And I kind of do want to talk about a little bit of it. And, mm-hmm. you know, doing, doing these podcasts and talking about it like this helps, like, tremendously. So I would say it's a very good first step for anybody out there experiencing it, no matter how small or big you think, you know, your pain or, or tragedy or trauma is. It's all valid. You know, everyone has – everyone feels whatever level of it is very strongly within them when it's painful and when it's traumatic. Um, so talking about it is a huge first step. Um, and, and you have to understand you got to be gentle with yourself in the process of healing is going to be something that you're going to be doing maybe the rest of your life. And it doesn't have to seem overwhelming. It's a, it's a very gentle, you know, daily type of thing you're going to do. It's just taking care of yourself and it's going to help you elevate yourself more and more and more. You know, and I just appreciate you so much because you are giving a voice, you know, to so many who maybe don't have a voice and who've been through some of that similar things, maybe in some of the same institutions and maybe don't have a voice. So thank you for giving a voice to those unheard and uh, for for raising that. So I just want to say thank you so much for that. Um, 
you know, what would you say? So, you know, once you're in the system, it's kind of hard to crawl out of that. You know, once you're kind of in the system and institutionalized, especially at an early age, it's really hard to kind of crawl out of that stigma, that mentality. How were you able to battle through that? And what would you say to someone who, in similar circumstances, to kind of keep trucking on? Yeah, that's a great question. And it's a very, very important topic as well, because it is tough. Mm. Uh, and, and a lot of that toughness, some of it comes from the stigma society places on you. Some of it comes from the actual, you know, chip on the shoulder that you get as being a convicted felon or being institutionalized. Um, it, you have to want to be out of that lifestyle, first of all. First and foremost, you have to be sick of it. I, I didn't, I didn't, looking over your shoulder, worrying about the next time you get arrested, n- not knowing who might want to come get what from you at what time. You have to get out of it. Uh, and then you can begin the mindset set and mind shifts and everything. Um, you know, I used to get in arguments and fights and this and that all the time, no matter where I was. And just being away from that lifestyle and away from that negativity and not doing those things anymore, I don't really get into that kind of stuff anymore. I don't really have those negative energies around me. That does, it just doesn't happen. Um, so the biggest thing in the beginning is you have to want to. Um, second, you need to really believe that whatever identity you created or, or, or society created for you, whatever trouble you got yourself into, there is 1,000% a way out and a, and a way to better and a way to more. Um, and you really, really need to know that from a very visceral level. Like it's, it's important to know that in your heart. Um, mm. And, you know, it took me a while to understand that and, and to understand and to know that. And um, it's a journey. Like I said, healing is a journey. Um, but yeah. there's, there comes a point when you see the light and you're like, wait a minute, you know, like I can do more. I can do better. It took me, even my friends now to see what I'm doing selling hair. It took them three to four years to even say, oh, okay, Rocky's actually doing this. He's actually making it he's actually doing well he's not just jumping around or playing around or selling drugs or doing something crazy anymore um and, you know i wasn't attached to the outcome of whatever they thought um but it was really nice to see finally you know after this much time that oh you know my friends and family they notice it and they, they appreciate mm-hmm. it they're, they're proud of me which that I mean, no one really ever tells me they're proud of me in the past i didn't really do too much to be proud of <laughs> so, you know i'm not doing it for them but you know it, it is a very nice right. you know uh, validation after you've done it, you know, all the work and, and put it in yourself to, to understand that the people in your life, in your circles, they see it and then, you know, hopefully they can get inspired, motivated to do the same thing because many people I know have similar stories or were in similar situations and um, I really, I want to help everybody so much and there's just certain times when I have to back up and say, hey man, like when you're ready, when you want to do it, like uh, I'll be there, you know, and, and plenty of the people will be there. They say that the teacher arrives when the when the student is ready to learn or mm. something like that. I was like, oh, no, it was Lao Tzu or who it was, but um, that, that really, really does ring true. When you're ready to receive the knowledge and information, um, doors will open. You'll find the way. Absolutely. You know, and you, you like you, you found the way. You're a, you're a prime example of that. So, again, I just can't say this enough. Thank you so much. Now, you're known as the hair god. Let's get into how you became known as the hair god and what exactly are you doing? Got it. So I actually made this business plan when I was sitting in Alabama State Prison. It was a one-page business plan, and I have it in my journals that I've been, you know, looking through lately. Um, it's just we do B2B hair extensions. I sell to salon owners, distributors, stylists, uh, you know, entrepreneurs want to just start a new business up, and I give them a quality source product, transparently sourced, ethically sourced, with a strong supply team behind them, which is, in any business, you know, there's, there's a lot of issues, a lot of pain points with people that they can't communicate with ownership, that they can't get their businesses running because they're not stable, they don't have someone to really back them up. I um, mean, that's what I do. I work 24-7. I'm available for my clients. My team is small, tight-knit, and they're all the same way and they understand what we're about and what we want to do for all the people that we're with. Um, I got the nickname Hair God, actually, by a Yelp client. 
started calling me that and then it kind of stuck on a little bit and then you know at first i was like hair guy like it's so weird don't call the hair guy and then i was just like you know what i'm just gonna roll with it and um it just came from that so because you're a you're a supplier right is hair made in india hair made in india is the name of the company okay and you're a supplier and you you're kind of known as some good uh quality hair products is that correct or hair exactly so we source human hair direct from the temples in india okay and get everything right turnkey ready at our factory in, in, in India in Delhi India in the north uh, from there you know I have a showroom out here in Beverly Hills and we ship worldwide to each and every continent I guess besides like Antarctica uh, we're literally everywhere um, but most of our clients don't sell our brand they sell their own brand so I like to give people the opportunity to make their own businesses grow and that's the fun part about it for me is watching someone grow their business and helping them and being a part of them to do that in the background you know so. That's really awesome. You know, congratulations for, for all you're doing, you know, for for just the, the achievement of overcoming all that stuff, you know, and, and, and moving on and healing. That's huge. Um, and for what you're doing in Hair Made in India as well and helping others reach their success in business too. Where can people learn more about that? Where can they go to learn more about what you're doing? Definitely, definitely. So I have uh, multiple websites for the couple of different businesses that I do work with and I own. Um, the first one is just my blog, RockyCandola.com. Um, it's just R-O-C-K-Y-K-A-N-D-O-L-A, my name, .com. From there, you can actually navigate to my hair business, my CBDT business, as well as a vacation rental company that I just started that I'll be having a, a link to on there as well. Um, the name of the hair, hair company is Hair Made in India. And that's .com. It's maiden spelled like your mother's maiden name. And uh, we're across all social channel networks from Pinterest to YouTube to Instagram to Twitter to Facebook, all that. And it's just at Hair Made in India. Uh, same for me, Rocky Singh Candola, Rocky Candola on all channels, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, everything. Thank you again. A powerful story. We'll put all the link, uh, links in the description there so people can find out more about you and your story. But again, powerful story. And I kind of want to go back to that, again, that moment of when your dad brought up the idea of maybe just getting out for, for a while. So have you, so what's that like relationship now with your dad? Like, how is that? Like, have you gone talk to him about that? Yeah, I mean, me and my dad used to butt heads horribly. We were, we, I used to cuss him out. He used to beat my ass. Like, it was, it was bad back in the day. Um, but yeah, we're actually friendly now. We talk, we chat. Uh, the last couple of times I visited home, you know, we actually sat there and looked each other in the eyes, had conversations, and you know, had a couple of drinks together, and enjoyed our company. Before I, I couldn't stand being around my parents for more than 30 seconds to, to a minute and a half at the most. I would just kind of run <laughs> out of there. Um, but they didn't, the places they sent me to as a kid, they didn't know what they were doing. They didn't know where they were sending me. These schools kind of manipulate the parents as well. So yes. I hold a lot of anger in my heart in the beginning uh, for that. Uh, but, you know, we've talked, you know, and he's helped me and been there, you know, throughout my whole life in, in many, many ways. And, you know, I love him. That's my, that's my pops. And uh, we're, we're not the closest, but we're definitely much closer than we ever have been before. That's awesome. We've got to be proud of you. I'm proud of you. And, and just thank you again for your story. And thank you for what you're doing. Keep going. Keep at it, man. And um, thank you so much for your time today. 100%, brother. Thank you so much for having me here. Wow. What a great conversation. I just want to say thank you, Rocky, for sharing your story with us today. Thank you for being a voice to so many out there who feel like they don't have a voice. Thank you for being their voice. I really appreciate that. I appreciate you being a true guiding light. I appreciate you sharing that very vulnerable, candid story with us as we learn more about you and your growth. And I'm just so thankful for you. I'm so proud of you. I want to make sure I say that as well. I'm so proud of you, Rocky. Thank you so much. And now for being an inspiration to others who need to hear your story, to see that there is a way out, 
there is opportunity and that if you can do it, anybody can do it. Thank you so much, Rocky, from the bottom of my heart. And thank you all for watching. I appreciate you as we continue to keep these conversations going, as we continue to deep dive, learn more, be inspired, be positive, and be motivated in our own journeys in our life to success and happiness. So if you haven't yet, I would really appreciate a like, share, subscribe uh, to keep these conversations going and to keep the channel growing as well. Now, if you are still wondering who in the heck I am, please go to www.hellomynameisjosh.com. Again, there you can learn more about me and all my show and podcasts are there archived for you as well. So if you have any questions about me, any guests on the show like Rocky, or if you know someone who should be on the show, please email me, josh at hellomynameisjosh.com. Again, I can't say thank you enough. Uh, this show is a journey, a true journey. And uh, as we highlight guiding lights like Rocky and all the guests we've had so far, and there's more to come. So I'm so excited about that, where we take this journey and for you to come along with me as well. Thank you so much. Again, my name is Joshua Kangley. Until next time, I'll talk to you later.